interns this year, and uh, part of the intern assignment is is to uh, preach 10-minute sermon, and he's got a story and a testimony and a challenge for you this morning, so welcome, Chad. Good morning. Boy, it's early, huh? Good morning. Yeah, we're here, huh? So uh, this morning, uh, I've got a little message for you that was very important when I was first saved. Uh, It still applies today. Um, Every once in a while, God still reminds me of this message of of forgiveness. So we'll start off with a little slide here because God woke me up a couple months ago. This is me and my dog, Percy is his name. And uh, Percy's a member of the family. Anybody that has a dog knows that uh, this is just one of our kids, right? Um, Percy really didn't like that picture, so um, we got him just by himself. Percy becomes stinky boy about November or December when uh, he's coming in the house all the time a lot more. So we call him stinky boy um, because he has to have a bath, right? Um, We usually keep him pretty clipped up and and uh, take him to the barber all the time. But this year we decided since last year was such a hard winter that we weren't going to do that. So we didn't do that in about November. He becomes stinky boy, and I had to give him a bath. So I gave him a bath, used all the animal products, you know, that we're supposed to use. Um, and the next day, dry him off really good. Um, that night, he's fine. The next day, he comes in the house, and he's got, like, spots of hair missing from his body, right? And his... His little claws have scratched out his little hair, and I can't figure out what's going on. I start looking it up on the Internet, and I found out these are hot spots, right, on this dog. Um, This dog, this particular dog, has an outer coat and an inner coat. And the outer coat traps the soap that we're trying to rinse out of him, and it traps it against his skin, and therefore it created some hot spots in him. So I went down, and I got some medicine, and I thought to myself, man, how am I going to you know, I don't know anything about the top coat at this time keeping that soap trap. So I'm just treating the hot spots. They're not going away, and it's getting worse, and I'm thinking I'm going to have to take him to the vet. About 3 o'clock that night, God wakes me up, and he says, you need to clip that dog's hair so that those hot spots can heal. And so at 3 o'clock in the morning, I get up. My wife's not very happy at this moment, right? The dog's not very happy either because he's fighting the clippers in me, and and uh, he doesn't know, know exactly what I'm doing. Uh, I get him in the bathtub. I've corralled him a little bit. Um, finally, after three or four minutes, he's tired. I'm tired, and he just surrenders. He falls on his back, and he just lets me clip him up. And he kind of finally understands that it's time uh, to just surrender this thing and get it over with. God reminded me of when I was first saved that this is much like these hot spots are much like the unforgiveness I held towards people, right? I had a lot of things that happened to me, um, some self-inflicted, some not, but I was really holding a lot of these things inside, and these hot spots that were included in me, my stomach, right? I had a lot of stomach problems. Uh, I started shaking a lot. Um, I would get extremely angry. I would have anxiety Like, I can't even tell you how bad my anxiety got. Um, But I was saved, and I was able to forgive. So next slide should be Matthew 6, 14, 15, which says, For if you forgive others their sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, your Father will not forgive you your sins. 
So I want you to look at this, and I want you to understand that first you must forgive. First, we must be the ones that forgive the world, right? Because we're not of the world, right? And these are instructions to us. So there's a lot of us um, in this room, I think, right? And through struggles of life, that there's going to be people that pop into our heads. And as these people pop into our heads and this forgiveness, hap- this unforgiveness is in our hearts, we need to take it to the altar, much like Percy when he surrendered, right? He surrendered those hot spots that you need to take this to the altar and surrender those hot spots in your life so that Jesus can heal you. Um, one of the great things, great quotes I loved about unforgiveness is unforgiveness is like taking poison but expecting someone else to die. I'm going to tell you a truth here that I didn't understand for a very long time. When you hold unforgiveness towards other people, they really don't care. You're not hurting them. You're not affecting them. You're not doing anything else other than holding the love that you should have for them and the Christ-like love that you should have for them away from them, right? So for me, that was kind of tough. Um, next one, if you learn nothing else from me today, right, you must forgive to be forgiven. I kind of put you in there, and then I thought we probably should personalize that as a church, right? So can everybody say it with me? Instead of saying you, uh, say I, right? So one, two, three, I must be forgiven to be forgiven, right? One more time, I must forgive to be forgiven, right? So, um, and then I run into this scripture, which is Ephesians four thirty-one and 32, which says, get rid of all bitterness, passion, and anger. No more shouting or insults. No more hateful feelings of any sort. Instead, be kind and tenderhearted to one another and forgive one another as God has forgiven you through Christ. Right? How many times was I standing before I was saved and I was angry and I had all these weird bitterness and passions, right, that weren't good thoughts towards each other. I wasn't loving them like Christ was loving me, right? So for me, this is a really important lesson in my life. Um, Next slide. So unforgiveness kept me from hearing the voice of God and the direction for my life. It really did. I couldn't hear him. When we have those hot spots, I couldn't hear anything else but those hot spots just haunting me and oppressing me, right? So for me, I couldn't hear the voice of God telling me what to do. I couldn't hear over the clamor of what was going on inside my own head and inside my own body. The unforgiveness that I was holding towards my ex-wives and others were holding back my family's restoration and blessings and prayers for my children and their hearts. Just like Pastor Mitch had said last week, right? Our families and the prayers that we're having towards our families are very important. I don't want anything that I'm holding in my heart to come against those prayers. So I need to let that go. By forgiving my children's mothers and others, I was able to fall in a Christ-like love for them. And I was really able to approach God and ask him to bless them. And by doing that, my children were able to see blessings in their lives. I was able to have softened hearts that were happening. All of a sudden, I was able to have communication that was happening that wasn't happening before, right? Those are all big breakthroughs that I had been asking for for a very long time, but I couldn't see them come true because I hadn't forgiven. My heart softened, and I no longer was able to carry this bitterness or anger. I was able to see them in a Christ-like love, and I was able to see them in a way that God sees us, right? 
and how God was seeing them and how, what God created them to be, right? Created them to be royalty. So I believe this is the key to all restoration and effective prayer. Once I repented to God and asked for forgiveness, I was able to pray for them. And I'm going to ask some of you to step forward this morning. So if you're thinking right now and somebody actually is coming to mind, then I would like you to come forward this morning and have a little altar call and for you to be brave enough to step forward and to lay that at the altar. Okay? Some of these people we will be able to call, and some of them we will be able to make that call to ask for that forgiveness. But some of them we aren't, right? Maybe they've been gone, or maybe you're mad at God. It's time to lay that forgiveness down, right? We don't, the intellectual head that we have doesn't understand God's heart. And so sometimes that obedience and that faithfulness that we've been hearing for six or seven months now, right? We have to be faithful. We have to step out in that faith, and we have to believe that God's going to heal us and heal our heart. But we have to be able to step out in that faith first. It doesn't matter what you feel. It matters what you do. And your obedience to come forward this morning will start the healing in this situation. It will change hearts, eyes, and ears. Come forward and drop your burden. Do not give the enemy a chance to steal from you, to steal your joys, your peace, your blessing, or your families. So I'm going to leave you with one last one before we call for this altar call this morning, which is John 13, 34 and 35. A new command I give you, love one another, right? As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone know you are my disciples if you love one another. If this you, I ask you to get rid of all this bitterness and unforgiveness today. Come forward and I'll pray for you and others, or others will, right? Because there will be others, prayer team, if you're here today and you see somebody, please come forward and, and help them start this process. Get rid of your bitterness today. Lay it down at the altar. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.